What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Follow Leader Podcast, and I wanted to talk about a few things um, recently. Greg Popovich is the best coach in basketball. Let me clarify that. Doc Rivers is, but Greg Popovich is the messiah in coaching of what he's done. Typically because people like Tony Parker, who you find in the first round. Not Tim Duncan, that was just a no-brainer. Uh, Manu Ginobili, Derek White, uh, Devontae Murray, who who is a good player regardless, but a lot of teams passed on him. And knowing he was a, a good prospect, Popovich took that gamble. You know, I mean, well, not gamble, but drafted him when other teams didn't. And he's going to be something special next year for San Antonio to really revive them as a team. Uh, look what Derek White's doing. Um, foreign players that he's found in the past and, and or guys he signed had to just are just productive players, players that are that are not under the radar, I mean, not on other teams' radar to be a productive player as they are. And just it makes people kick themselves in the butt. But don't kick yourself in the butt because you also have to know how to develop players like Popovich know how to develop players. And that's what makes San Antonio such a good team and a great win last night. Just Derek White coming out, just him knowing his, how to coach players and develop them. I mean, because they go other places and do the same thing. It's not like the Patriots where a guy only is good in the Patriots system. When he goes other places, he's not nearly as good or not even productive, you know. So, that's big. Now, Gonzaga, Julian Strauffer, the 2020 class, recently committed to Gonzaga. And Gonzaga's doing a great job with Julian. Julian's one of the top players in the nation in 2020 class. And uh, he brings them another dynamic that they had. I mean, he could be exciting. He could be the most athletic player they've had. You know, um, I really like that pickup after getting Drew time in 2019. You look at the Sixers and what they were able to do was just crazy. But that'll be on the next talk at Filler Talk. But right now, I want to talk about um, who the Sixers are able to bring in. Uh, that's that's another big thing. I mean, Filler Talk. And also, we're going to talk about who the Eagles will be able to bring in for the talk. But right now, I mean, it's been some good playoff games, man. I mean, look at Boston, who I'm still not impressed with. They have enough pieces for Kyrie not to have to do that. <laughs> they, they really do. I just don't see this team beating the Sixers. The Sixers just look like more of a match team than anybody would think. There's a lot of talk about... um. Ben Simmons not being that guy, and it's just really ridiculous to me. Really ridiculous. Um, there's a lot of other guys, uh, Cassius Stanley, Cole Anthony, Matthew Hurt, and 20, you know I mean, all these guys are going to decide on the 22nd where they're going to play. I think Cole Anthony goes to North Carolina, Hurt, and Stanley will go to Duke. You know, I think that's that's definitely written in stone there. Uh, but you still got to look. Stanley has other guys uh, he likes on his – and so just like Hurt does. But I think Duke is trying to round out their class and prioritize some guys. Uh, they came real quick. Duke took um, Stanley away from UCLA because that's where he was going. But now he's going to join the Brotherhood, which I think will definitely happen. We talk about Portland, and we talk about where they're going. Portland is just focused. I mean, I tell people about chemistry all the time. OKC really recognized their personality this year. After losing Carmelo Anthony, people never talk about why I just want teams to do. And that's just not how sports go. 
just don't go like that. Only certain few players, LeBron James, can really make a team come together that quick, even with no chemistry and win. Portland has a good backcourt. They have they got uh, Nurkic. It's a, they got a big man, something they were lacking. They got a good bench. But I think OKC comes back. I just don't think they'll beat them in seven games. I think that that, that series will go seven games. I think Russell's not going out like that. Paul George is back. And um, his focus, they all have to get on the same accord. And I think that happens. No doubt about it. That happens. Um, Portland has always been tough. They played the Warriors tough. And then their championship run. So I just think that'll happen, no doubt. Boston, just they're going to win this series. I just don't think Indiana has it. They ran out of gas. That's all it was. It just showed you the lack of what they have against Boston. In boxing, we got Terrence Crawford against Amir Khan, which will be a good one. Very good fight. Um, in that class, you got people like Errol Spence and Sean Porter, Keith Thurman. I feel like that Porter is still a beast, and Crawford is something different. It's just going to be good. I think boxing is just better at it. With the heavyweight division being relevant, with guys like Wilder and Joshua and, and, and Tyson Fury, it's just a better division now. Boxing is just more exciting now. Uh, Danny Garcia and um, Granado is going to be a very – Adrian Granado, that's going to be a good fight. Danny Garcia it, out of Philly is one of the best fighters in boxing. It's going to be something big. Come to see what this kind about. Can Ken Kind that's that's a hard fight. He always fights the top guys. He don't run. So what is he about? Can he be Crawford, the beast Crawford? This is gonna be a good fight. A Granado against um Garcia. I think Garcia gets that one. But Granado's not no slouch, so it's gonna be something to look at. I remember Sean Porter commenting on both the fighters and what they bring to the table. Fans are gonna love to see that fight. So it's going to be big right here. Boxing is at its peak that it's ever been in a long time. You know what I mean? So it's going to be real big to see these guys really get down and get to it. We want to talk about um, the, the San Antonio Spurs and what they bring. Let's talk about guys like um, Derek White. And, um, I mean, he's been going hard. When he came into the league, he he only played one year at Colorado, you know, no stars at um two four seven sports. Playing with Colorado, Derek White um averaged eighteen points a game, four rebounds, four assists his first year. Impressive for a freshman. And it still was under the radar, you know, wasn't a lottery pick or nothing like that because he wasn't one of the top Usually when guys get that that notion that they're going to a big school as a freshman in impact, a major school, Colorado's not one of those major schools. If he would have went to like Oklahoma, maybe, you know, because but he didn't have no stars. Trey Trey Young was still known as a big time prospect coming out of high school. So they're kind of add you gotta hype is who you know, what you know, and where you at. And Derek White was one of those guys under the radar. A lot of people are like, damn, we need to do more scouting because Derek White is now a playoff performer doing great 36 the other night and that's just one of the things you look at uh, you look at a guy like Ginobili, Tony Parker guy like that was under the radar, Tony Parker coming from France, from overseas now he's one of the most uh, respected and best point guards to play in the NBA and um, San Antonio has those type of guys, if you look at San Antonio, man, they could be real good next year you know, Dewante with, with, with Murray and DeRozan and Aldridge they, they once again Popovich, man he could have hit that downhill, you know, because I thought it was coming. 
I did. I was one of those guys. Like, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Like, they're going to go down, but they didn't. They didn't. They got Jacob Polo, good trade. Got them a center. So, they have a starting five. Then they got Lonnie Walker. Everybody forget Lonnie Walker's coming. You got Murray, White, and Walker. And you got DeRozan. And, uh, they really have a very impressive team because Lonnie Walker going to be that beast. He going to be that guy. I think he'll take the franchise over the best player. I still, I've been been high on him since high school. Everybody, when Villanova is recruiting people know when he comes back, people are going to be, woo. You think, I mean, if you are scared, I mean, not scared, can't say that, but if you are like, dang, Popovich can really develop people. Why did he develop a lottery talent, a top five talent in that draft? People passed on him. He would have been a showtime player with anybody. And people are sleep. I think Lanny Walker is one of the most slept on draft picks that's came out. And I think now we want to focus on um, the, these three guys with San Antonio. It's DeWante Murray, it's Lonnie Walker, and Derek White. In the G League, people who say, oh, it's just a G League or Summer League, everything's a step balance. Everything, you cannot, for one, it's a different league. There are more talented players because of people leaving early. More people want to leave early. More international prospects growing and, and developing and evolving. So, cut that. It's just a summer league. It's just a G League. No, it's a progress. You have to honor it because a lot of people have succeeded from that progress. Dewante Murray in the 2016-2017 season was in the G League. He averaged 17 points a game. All right, 7.9 rebounds, 6.3 assists, two steals. 15 games played. 15 games started. All right, Dewante Murray also was last season, which he played 81 games. You know, the, the progress, they saw it. He's a tall point guard, combo guard. You have eight points a game, uh, 5.7 rebounds, 2.9 assists, 1.2 steals. He is going to do his thing, period, point blank. He's going to be something to deal with. Anybody doesn't know, DeWante Murray stands uh, as, a, as a tall point guard. All right, looking at a guy that's 6'4", 170. And can make it happen, all right? Now, we go to Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker was a five-star prospect, number 16 in the nation. The second-best shooting card coming out of Reading, PA. Number two prospect in that, in which I feel like, wow, you know, because I think he's 6'5", 206. He will be the starting shooting guard. Um, In the G League, in 29 games played, 28 started, he averaged 16.7 points a game, shooting 43% from the field, 35% from three, 81% from the free throw line, 2.9 rebounds. This kid is ready right now. Next year, people better watch out for San Antonio because that was probably the biggest steal they ever got because you don't see San Antonio get these type of guys. Even Murray. Murray slipped, though. But to get a guy like Walker as a top five talent out of his draft class, I don't think people were stupid to pass on Walker. Right, Derek White, he averaged 20 points a game in 2017, 2018 in the G League. Uh, 45% from the field, 33% from uh, three-point line, 87% from the free throw line, 3.5 assists, 1.1 blocks, 1.3 steals. Bottom line is letting you know the G League because the G League does have significance. This is, these guys have all impacted, except for Walker, yet. When, when he gets there, they, but you got to be hype about it to see what White and Murray have done. 
and where they're at. I mean, they're going to have a good guard rotation. The best I've ever seen. You, know, you look at Ginobili and Parker. Okay, they're Hall of Famers, but White is the only guy you can put in that class because, see, when when Walker is a, is a bigger talent than Ginobili ever was thought of before he came to the NBA. Say what you want. Go ahead and talk about whatever because you see what he's done now. But coming out of high school, they, they don't have one talent besides Tim Duncan. Is that I've, I'm trying to look at guys. Um, Sean Elliott back in the day was, was a good player. Okay, you look at other guys coming in, that big three. I mean, Walker, is a, a he's going to be something special. And you put him with DeRozan, it's going to be big. Now, you talk about how good San Antonio can be, what they can do. And I think they're going to be something nice. It's just crazy how they got this talent. And everybody like, wow, now look. No, nah, that, that, this I think Denver comes back for the simple fact that I'm riding on their talent. I'm sorry. They have a better center. They got a better backcourt. They got better players. So I don't think, I know Ryan Hollis, shout out to Ryan Hollis. He's excited and all that. But uh, no, I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. It's like I don't see Portland beating OKC. I think two those two teams are just better, and I have to see it happen. But I have seen some upsets. Denver Nuggets beat the Supersonics back in the day in the first round with the Kimba Matumbo. I've seen things happen, but I don't, I, until I, it happens, things like that have to happen for me to believe that. All right. Now, speaking of something similar, Gonzaga's like the San Antonio, really, of college basketball because their teams, like, they're under the radar players all the time, and there's some good players that, you know, usually people ain't really high but are high on but not just high after. Drew Time was one. 2019 recruiting class, number 40 overall, ninth rated center, six in Texas. And Texas always has some beef, so, you know, under the radar – there's nothing in Texas. I mean, they always have good football, good basketball prospects. They get Anton Watson. He's a, a high four-star, number 44 in the nation. They get um, Martinez Alaskis. He's number 140 in the nation, three-star, small forward. And they get Brock Ravitt, who is uh, 177 in the nation, combo guard, impressive, 26 in, in, in his position. And then you get another uh, very impressive, two impressive commits, which I didn't think was going to happen, but – I mean, the reason why I said that because how many good players could they get? Pavel Zakharov, a center, 13th in the nation. So that'll give them a center to groom, you know, where Drew Tom is a guy probably, you know, three three years, maybe a senior, who we'll see. Uh, number um, 51 in the nation. Then they get Omar Balo, number 72 in the nation at center. They got two centers now. They love them big men. They love those big men. He's number 72 in the nation, 19th rated center, number one in Mexico. Uh, their class is rated number five in the nation, man. So now we come to 2020. I, I just want to get to this 2020 class real quick. In 2020, they got one guy, and he makes him the number one ranked class to 2020. They get Julian Strother, who's all uh, – well, they got two guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Makes him the number one ranked class. Dominic Harris, I, I remember hearing about this guy. Uh, I forgot about that commit. He's a fifth-ranked combo guard in that class. He's an impressive guy. Rancho Christian always has some good players. Uh, number 50th in the nation. But Julian Strother, man, I'm excited about dude because he's an exciting dude. I remember him seeing Jalen Green and all them guys play. And, you know, they recruited Strother real good. I'm not surprised it even happened. Uh, right out of Nevada, number, number two player out of Nevada, number 10th-ranked small forward. He's going to put some damage on people. This, this next wave of Gonzaga players. It's going to be something spectacular. I I'm, I can't wait to see how this team plays. 
Okay, I just think they have a very good recruiting class. And Strauss is going to do some things, man. And it's going to be good to see him at AAU play, knowing that he's going to Gonzaga. And I don't think he goes anywhere else. I don't think he decommits. I think Gonzaga has a very strong class for the next couple of years. You, uh, to think about Strauss for, and time playing on the same squad with guys, you know, other guys on that team. I mean, it's going to be something special for Gonzaga. I see a lot happening for that for that squad. As I must get into a lot of things, just get into the fact that um I have a lot of things to get into today. I have a couple of podcasts that will be going on. I appreciate everyone that supports the Follow the Podcast. I will be doing more podcasts, and I will create more ways to get information out because I know so much. Now, Cassie Stanley, man's bad, bad man. And I always said during his recruitment, always said during his recruitment, I felt like, Nobody goes at the cash like they should. He didn't get McDonald's All-American. I just felt like he's one of the most exciting players in high school. When you look at Zion and his factor, I think they kind of took the wow factor out of him because everybody was so hyped up about what he did. And Cash is he can he'll dunk on anybody. He's a complete player. Pretty good scorer. He's a uh, like Clyde Drexler on steroids. Um he just lets his play do the talking. Now let's talk about what's the possibilities of Duke. Duke fans, what's going on? How y'all doing? Welcome to Follow the Leader Podcast. Um, I've been told to do a lot more <laughs> of the schools I've been asked, so I will. Now, Duke has Boogie Ellis, my guy, Wendell Moore, and Vernon Carey. Very good clad. Matthew Hurt and Cassius Stanley are all being predicted to uh, the Duke Blue Devils. Now, I think both will go. Uh, trust the people I've talked to. I trust their opinions. And I feel like, yes. Matthew Hurt is so underrated. I know he's eighth rated, but he doesn't get talked about enough, I feel like. To be 6'9 and shoot like he can shoot and score is big. Number one out of Minnesota, uh, I think it's Dukes. I, I think he, because his has been, people have really been like, yo, what's going on? And, you know, and now it's, it's all coming out because he kept his stuff kind of quiet. He did a, a real good job, kind of like Robinson Earl. Real good job of recruiting. Now, Cassius Stanley. 29th rated in the nation, third rated shooting guard, third third ranked um player in California, Sierra Canyon, the, the good the great Sierra Canyon high school. Who I, I shout out to them. I don't get them enough credit. It's my fault. Sorry about that. Um, this is gonna be a good if you look at the starting five that could be Duke. Vernon Carey is the center. You put you put Matthew Hurt at power forward. You put Wendell Small Wendell Moore at small forward. Uh Boogie and, and Cassius, that could mean the crazy part is if Y'all have to understand this wild fact of Duke. They could still get RJ Hampton. Trey Jones is the point guard. Nobody else will play point guard. And if RJ Hampton commits to Duke, which looking at this, you, you would say no. And if you're asking me, I still think they're in the chance, but I would say no. Because Cassius and Boogie come off the bench. If they get RJ, which I think they'll still go after him, he would start regardless. I'm just telling people, look, he would start right next to Trey. He would be the shooting guard. I mean, that is a that is a team that could do a lot of damage. And I, I let me tell you something. I said Villanova, but if they get him, if they get if only if they get RJ, they're, they're going to win a national title. They're going to win a national title. That's it. RJ will start right next to Trey. There's no Cassius or Boogie. Don't rank on RJ's level. You get two five. You would get all five stars on your starting lineup. There's no way in in, in super hell. 
that a team would be able to they was almost there before. Now you got guys, we take away the Zion Wow factor. I know Zion's good, but it kind of hurt Duke. I'm gonna tell you why. For everybody, <gasps> how does Zion hurt Duke? Look, people already have a heart attack by hearing it. Zion required a lot of attention. RJ required a lot of attention. What I mean, attention is the ball. And with this team, it's nobody going to be ball dominant. People came to see Zion and RJ. So, and, and you know, plays being, it was a time when Krzyzewski was like, he just let these guys play. From the first of the season, he's like, I just let these guys play to see what's going to happen. You know, you got to set up play. Cameron was not included like RJ. Somebody going to get a steal. They're going to get a steal. Lonnie Walker fell because Lonnie Walker was on the bench at first until Bruce Brown and, and guys got hurt. And then Lonnie had they, they asked for Superman, and that's what they got. And he one who let them. They got to call somebody. They had to rely on Lonnie. Realizing they should let them start in the first place because none of those other guys were drafted. All right. So you're looking at, that's why I say to these schools, if you get a five-star, man, get that man that time. Don't do it like Zach Levine and Lonnie Walker and you know, Cam Reddish, man, get these guys, let them included too. Because when they included them and, and, and Cam was the focus, Cam played like Cam. All right? Now, going into Duke, back to Duke, this team is going to be very good regardless. Now, if RJ joins this team, nobody's going to stop RJ with Trey Jones leading at the point. Because now, if you look at their whole team, nobody's going to be able to be a dog. Carey's going to be good. Wendell Moore going to be But these guys don't need, they're, they're not, they're not dog scores like RJ. So Coach K is going to recognize that. Now you can focus on everybody else instead of having the Zion factor. Let me get this guy in there. He's amazing. Do it, Zion. Go ahead, RJ. Do it. It's different. This team is going to be better than last year's team. Because RJ can also play the point. He's a point now. And But to me, he's a dog. He can score so good. You have to let him score. Now, no kill. Cole Anthony is another player. We want to talk about Cole the man, Anthony, man. And um, notice I didn't really talk about nobody else on Cassius because if you're a favorite right now, this is all about the favorites. I mentioned some, but um, Cassius, I'm not going to. I mean, UCLA, USC, I, I, I don't see that happening. So that, this is where I'm going now. Cole Anthony, I'm saying North Carolina. They got back out. They got Jeremiah Francis. That point guard who will back up Cole Anthony, no doubt. Same thing with RJ Factor. You got who you want, but people are going to be on the bench when it comes to RJ. RJ's the number two prospect in the 2020 um, class now on NBA draft from. I totally agree with NBA, uh, my boy Mike. I totally agree. Um, They got Dayron Sharp to commit early. North Carolina's doing When you get guys to commit early, I just really commend that. Maybe I think higher than other people because when you're still working on your, your your class before and you get other guys to commit, it's just big. Um, The number one guy is Cole. They're going after Matthew. They won't get him. Precious is a guy that I feel could end up in North Carolina. I'm sorry. Uh, UConn's after him. Memphis is after him. But I feel like once Cole commits, they're going to go after. And I think April 22nd is going to really show that. Memphis isn't like, I don't I don't ever say they don't have a chance because Memphis is doing so good at recruiting pressures. And uh, UConn is, has been there. But North Carolina is trying to make something happen. They know next year is going to be crazy. You look at their lineup. You look at uh, who they lost, who's coming back. 
And Precious is probably trying to get the best point to um, start. Now, Precious is a small four. He's number four in the nation. And he's, to me, another guy that they don't look at enough. They don't look at Precious enough. You know, um, people are looking at um, Memphis and how good they're doing and how, how much he likes Memphis. What I have to say is that when you got a small forward like him, right, you come in, you look at Memphis' team. Number t- the 10th ranked, they are, everybody, they are the 10th ranked recruiting class in the nation. They got Malcolm Dandridge, Damian Ball, DJ Jeffries, which is a great get. DJ Jeffries was the, the tone setter when they took him away from Kentucky. It was, it was a tone setter. Let you know we here. We Memphis. We here. I don't care what they say about Wiseman or whatever, whatever. DJ Jeffries was the most surprising and best pickup because of how he was there, how he got there. You took him away from top Kentucky. That made Memphis relevant in college basketball. Wofford would play power forward, right? And you would get precious. Now, that's a crazy fab five. And I think RJ's camp is waiting for that. They, they, the, uh, RJ camps loves precious. I, I tell you, they, they, they like, they like precious. They do. And if, if they get precious, I see it happening. I see RJ coming. Um, no doubt about it. That is a big, I, I, RJ is going to get the ball regardless of Memphis. But if precious comes, something's going to happen. All right. It's, then you got Lester. Also, RJ camps like Lester. They like Lester. You know, Lester Q is another guy. I feel like Memphis, man. I think he's Memphis all the way. Still doubt my man's Memphis all the way. And if you look at who they have, I think a lot of good things are going to happen if he can get a, 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 a fab five like that. Because that's what that is, a fab five. A fab five, clearly a fab five. So watch out for that. Now we go back to Cole Anthony, and a lot of people are. Um, I think it's still North Carolina. Say how you want, say how you feel. That's looking like North Carolina. You know, Cole Anthony um, and back out of a close. Uh, we know that they've been getting close around this recruiting time, and he wants cold. Uh, Armando has let it be known he wants cold. And Precious is going to be a fight between North Carolina. Everybody says UConn. No, it's North Carolina and Memphis, y'all. I'm let you know. He likes UConn, no doubt, but it's North Carolina and Memphis, man. That's just it. You want to find out that that's what's going on. Cole Anthony, um, one thing I want to say, I want I want to comment on his recruitment. Is that um, Cole to, for Georgetown to have Cole Anthony in their final team is big a win regardless if they get Cole or not, which they're not going to get. Georgetown came a long way. They end up stealing Matt McGlun from uh, Rutgers. Okay, they got James and Kendall. They are really, really impressive, impressive program right now. Oregon always stays around, don't they? Got C.J. Walker. They still trying to get people, you know, and um. It's just big. You know the Dane trying to bring Cole Anthony over there with Hub? Something. 
DJ Harvey's uh, transferring from uh, Notre Dame, from a former uh, high four-star guy, a lot of talent. So everything's kind of like coming to a whole, whole other thing with this recruiting. And there's a lot of hot, hot mess going on. Lester Q is a, is a, a look. Lester Q, that's Q dog. There, man. Listen, <laughs> I love that guy's game, man. I can't even tell how much I love the guy that can shoot. And uh, RJ's camp is looking for a shooter and a big man. And then they like, you know, they they like. I'm telling you right now, Memphis. I never doubt when y'all say RJ. I just know that they don't have a clear cut favorite. I'm just telling you the real deal too. Now this is a real deal. They don't. They're not a clear cut favorite, but they also they're a favorite of scouts and analysts. You know, um, they are. I mean, if anybody really talked to that camp, they know how much. If they really talked to them like I did, they know how much how how much they love Memphis. But it's all about the players. It's it's just not about him getting the ball either. He has to have players around him that that Rod has to Rod feels like he RJ has to have players around him that helps him helps his game. And if he likes the players, it's not just about him getting the ball. Because he can go to TCU right now. Right at home. <laughs> he gonna commit. But you gotta he's looking at Duke, Kansas, and Memphis like, okay, what they got over here. Okay, we know Kansas, Devin Dotson and Grimes both, they both declared now i think grimes is the one that might not come back but dotson will you know i think looking at grimes you know uh, kansas is coming in with a recruiting class um we'll see but the crazy part is what ride does know is that quentin grimes is is, is going to be uh at the three because they're going to play quentin you know, they're going if you look at that roster next year look at what they bring to the table you know they're, they're going to play they're going to play, man. They're going to play Grimes if he comes back at small forward. But they're not going to put RJ on the bench. RJ's going to get the ball because you know, that's one of the best scores you can have. So that's what that's going to happen there. So it's all depending on who's around them. But Duke and Memphis are the two teams. Not Kentucky. Kentucky is sorry. I mean, they like Kentucky. They respect their program. It's Duke and Memphis. Duke and Memphis. Hello, everybody. Big work, big big news is Duke and Memphis. Everybody step back. There's some secret schools that want to get involved with RJ. I will not say the names. Ha! I know, I know. He has final schools, but that don't mean RJ won't accept no other schools. I've talked to Rod about that months ago. If they come in and you know he sees what's going on, things could happen. But right now, Duke and Memphis. I will respect people who have talked to me from other programs and not Say who is interested in RJ? Who? I just drop a bomb. <laughs> yes, I have programs that are interested in RJ Hampton and could pursue. It's not definite if they will, but they could. Now, um, once again, if RJ goes to Kansas, he's starting and he's going to be a focal point. Same thing with Duke. So nobody's going to sit RJ. We're right here this. Podcast, nobody's, no one's going to sit RJ, brother. He's going to get the ball. You did a hell of a job with that man. Now everybody wants him to start and be a focal point. So great job. Uh, shout out to the Hamptons. Somebody told me that I show too much love and I'm too positive and I don't get followers because of that. Sorry, huh? 
No one follows me because I'm positive. Well, don't follow me. How about I have zero and just give y'all the news and be positive? I just do my job and get paid for it. All right. Um, talking playoffs, uh, Boston, once again, I don't believe in them. They have no chemistry and Kyrie's going to have to save them. They just don't look like a team right now. And that was when trade rumors come around. You start seeing some iffy play anyway. Kevin Durant don't play like he did the previous years. I don't think he's happy at Golden State, but he's gone. I just don't see it, man. They should do everything in the world to keep Kevin Durant. But I just don't see it. We'll, we'll see what happens. Kyrie don't look happy. Um, Sixers, what's up, man? I save a lot of Philly, Philly talk for... I don't want to get into too much Philly talk unless I do Philly talk. That's where we all circle in, is it? You know. Sequel DM Boyer has declared for the NBA draft. Um, I talked to him. Y'all can go see my one-on-one or go to my Twitter and see. I talked to him months ago and he told me he was going to enter. Reggie Perry was another one who entered this draft, who I also got a one-on-one with, and a very skilled player who could show up at the combine and go up. I hope the Sixers get him in the second round. Who I hope the Sixers get a guy like that. Oh, Reggie Perry's a beast, man. You see him playing the McDonald's All-American game? Mississippi State, man, play these five stars, man. They got the talent like that. Y'all, y'all cannot do what y'all used to do. Stop recruiting. Stop recruiting. Guys that you're not going to give time to. This just pisses me off. It pisses me off. Five stars that worked hard. You coming in, you play them like they, uh, like they two, like, like they no stars. It's unbelievable. Sequin Dion Boy is a top international prospect, 6'9. Man is, is a locomotive, man. He can run. He can, he can jump at his size. He's like a, he's a more athletic Draymond Green. If Draymond Green had athleticism, he would be one of the top five players in this game. And he's athletic. He just don't, I mean, Sequin Dion Boy, I mean, he didn't really get that many minutes on this team like he got the year before, which I really think is crazy. But a lot of international players is like that, man. Chris Porzingis, look at his last year playing. Look at his stats. I'm just saying. There's only a chosen few that get that. Dario Sarge was getting time everywhere. I feel like people um, mis- 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 have misconceptions about certain things, and I think it's crazy. But thinking about the 2019 draft, man. Now, for all my draft heads, man, I'm going to talk about the early, the list of guys and we'll break down some guys. I go past some guys and the next, I have a podcast, um, coming up, which I'll talk about the guys in the draft. Talk about what some guys are. Now, let's talk. Let's talk, people. Let's talk draft, people. Bryce Aiken, he, he's declared, uh, Milan. Aqua out of California Baptist. Bryce Higgins out of Hartford. Nikhil Alexander Walker. He is definitely a big time prospect. Rated number 10 by NBA Draft Room. Um, Desmond Bain out TCU. RJ Barrett. Rated number three by NBA Draft Room. Very good ranking. Uh, Tyus Battle. He goes. He's a second round prospect. Troy Bax out of Syracuse. RJ Barrett out of Duke. Excuse me. Desmond Bain out of TCU. Troy Baxter Jr. out of FGCU, Florida Golf uh, Jesus. Didn't even know, don't know this guy. Um, a guy because you'll see some guys I name that I don't know nothing about. All right, it's Florida Golf Coach University, everyone. All right, he's declared. You'll see a lot of guys. I mean, it's a big money thing, man. When you see guys like, why did he come out? Man, listen, it's a big money thing. 
you still can get paid in the G League. Did you know this? I understand y'all are right. Some guys should stay, but they're trying to go get a check. You can get an easy check. You don't have to make a decision like, oh, if I go out, what am I going to be able to do? Is some is somebody overseas going to pick me up? Because now everybody's a hot commodity out of out of American ball now. More people anyway. Kerry Blackshear Jr. out of Virginia Tech. He goes. Bo Bo out of Oregon. That guy, man. He's right now. He is rated a little lower, 11th NBA draft from. I feel like this guy's going to go up and be one of the discussed people in the top 10 or top five. Uh, Iggy Brass Deacons. I've always got this name crazy wrong. Michigan. I think he shouldn't come out. I think he might stay. Uh, he should go back. Daquan Bracey out of Louisiana Tech. Kai Bowman out of Boston College. He goes. Jordan Boone, Boone out of Tennessee. He goes. O'Shea Brissett, another big time prospect. Yes, he should go. Of course. He's a first round talent. O'Shea Brissett, you know, he's rated in the second round right now, but it's first round talent. Guy could do a lot with the basketball. No question about it. No question. All right. Uh, should he go? He could come back and still and go up to a 2020 going to be a little harder class to be in the first round. So remember that. But he's one of those guys who could do it. Uh, Armani Brooks out of Houston. He goes. Charlie Brown of St. Joe's. Very underrated prospect, man. This guy can score. He can do a lot. Been hampered by injuries, but this guy can get down. Yoeli Child out of BYU. Brandon Clark out of Gonzaga. Brandon Clark out of Gonzaga, really surprised. One of those guys I always say, watch out, man, because it's going to be guys that come, guys that fall. I'm surprised guys and surprised guys like Trey Young was. Brandon Clark is uh, number 20 on NBA draft room. Very good prospect, good rating. Uh, Amir Coffey out of Minnesota. RJ Cole out of Howard. Tyler Cook out of Iowa. Anthony Cohen out of Maryland who can play. Jared Cova, that man. Jared Cova is rated by NBA draft room. Number four, okay? Just going down, giving y'all a little bit, man. I have another podcast where I break down a lot more people. Aubrey Hawkins, Dawkins, he used to play at Duke, UCF. He's going. Uh, Mamadi Diakati out of Virginia. He's going. Uh, Alpha Diallo out of Providence. He's going. Legends Dort. Legends Dort. Uh, Diallo's going to be a second round prospect. Legends Dort could be a first round prospect. Um, late first round, uh, early to mid second round. Okay, Legends Dort could do a lot scoring. It's a scoring league. So he has he he's a type of guy. This type of league caters to a guy like that. All right. Devin Dotson, a second round pick right now, period. To undrafted. If if let me tell you something, but Javon Duvall gets undrafted and Gary Payton Jr. gets undrafted, Dotson, you're in trouble. So go back to school. Carson Edwards. This this is his time right now. When you ride the when you ride that wave of the tournament, this is his time right now. He's a second round prospect. I feel he could rise up to number one. Goes in the combine, shows some. He has that type of talent. The what he did in the tournament lets you know he could be lights out. If you believe in Dante DiVincenzo, even though Edwards is nowhere near the monster he is as a, as an athletic freak, but he can definitely score. And DiVincenzo could shoot the lights out. C.J. Ellaby out of Washington State. Excuse me, Carson Edwards out of Purdue. Uh, Steven Ennick out of Louisville. He goes. Jalen Fisher. He was transferring. Now he wants to go. Uh, either he's going to go, either he knows he's going to the G League and he's going to go, or he's just going to test it out and come back. Come on back, boy. Sam Fryling out of Creighton. Daniel Gafford. Yep. Yep. Daniel Gafford, people. You've been hearing the name for two years. 18th ranked prospect on NBA draft when we got him. 
Very good play out of Arkansas. I talked to him before his freshman year. You go look at that uh, interview. It is on NBA Draft Room. Darius Garland, yes, he should go. This is his time. Darius Garland is one of the top point guards in this draft class. Could be the best. Arguably could be the best. He's a first-round prospect. No doubt in my mind, first-round prospect, Darius Garland. Number eight-ranked prospect in NBA draft room. Eugene German, I know the Illinois, Quentin Gooden out of Xavier. Quentin Grimes, just talked about him. Uh, we'll see what happens with him, man. Let's see what – he's a five-star prospect, so he has the ability to even put – they have more of an advantage to put their stock up because of who they were. And if people get to see that again in flashes of combine, they're going to ride on it. So we'll see what he does. Kyle Guy, uh, second best player to me to um, DeAndre Hunter. I don't care who else. Everybody talk about Ty Jerome. He he goes. He could stay in the draft, be a second-round pick. But I feel like he should go back. Jalen Hands, he got a lot of hype in the, in the combine. He could stay. He could go back. Let's see what happens. Jarek Harding, out of uh, Jalen Hands out of UCLA. Kyle Guy out of Virginia. I'm sorry. Quentin Grimes out of Kansas. And Quentin Gooden out of Xavier. Guys, I didn't, I didn't uh, mention their schools. I, I just want to give respect to the schools. Jared Harding out of, out of Weber, Weber State. Jared Harper out of Auburn. He should go back, but he was a good, impressive player. Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes is definitely a lottery pick. Number five prospect by NBA draft from big-time talent. Jackson Hayes coming out of Texas. DeWan Hernandez. I remember this guy in Miami. Uh, Tyler Hero, Kentucky. Tyler Hero's going to be a beast, man. Right now, he's number 15-rated prospect by me draft from. He, he's definitely staying. Um, Amir Hinton, number one player in Division Two. Enough said. Shaw University. Tyler Hero, Kentucky. Excuse me. Dalton Holmes, Point Luma. He comes out. Taylor Horton Tucker, a definite prospect you have to watch out for. Taylor Horton Tucker, number 26-rated by NBA draft from. Uh, in the first, he'll be a first round pick. He could be, he could be a late second round pick. Guys like that that are late could switch over to the second round. Vance Jackson, out of New Mexico. Ty Jerome, out of Virginia. Another guy, people are starting to get real high on the tournament, real open eyes. And I see him as a second round pick. He can shoot, so he has a place in the NBA. Kelton Johnson, first round talent, no question. Number 16 ranked prospect by NBA draft from uh, out of Kentucky. Uh, Markel Johnson, out of NC State. Tyreek Jones, out of Xavier. Mufiandu Kambinjeli. Now, that, that lets you know that I've seen the guy play. Don't even know. I've, I don't think I've heard people pronounce his name right. You, you, you Listen, when you see me, Mufiandu, you can go ahead and smack me. Uh, but you got to run because I'm, 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 I'm going to hit your big butt with a chair. But anyway, Mufiandu Kambinjeli, man, number 25 rated by NBA Draft Room. All right. Now, some some other interesting parts. Louis King, I don't think he should have went. It's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He shouldn't have had one. He was so high rated, and then he didn't play. I think he'll come back. VJ King out of Louisville. Always been ready to see him the second round, possibly undrafted, man. Nathan Knight out of William & Mary. Sagaba Kanati, another guy. That guy will be um, late second round, late first round, um, mid uh, second round. Guy has a lot of talent. He was a first round talent, but guys move up. And I think he's a, he'll be a great talent. Somebody going to get a, a steal. I think he's a good talent. No doubt about it. Um, he could be an undrafted guy to somebody getting look at people crazy while you ain't drafting. Romeo Langford, my guy out of Indiana. A lot of people have him at 23rd. I think he's a lottery pick. 
23rd NBA draft room. You know, that's where me and Mike kind of disagree on some things. But he's mostly, I mean, I, I agree with it. But um, Romeo Langford's a bit bad boy. Dedrick Lawson out of Kansas. He, listen, I think he could be a first-round draft pick. If not, somebody will get to steal in the second round. All right, no doubt about that. Um, Jalen Jalen Q, man. First-round draft. He's first-round. He's going to be, once he goes, listen, once he goes in the combine, it's a wrap. Nazir Little out of UNC. Nasir Little. This is a guy that I could see moving. Now, he's moved up to number nine in the NBA draft from. I, that, that's why I see him. That's perfect. Tevin Mack out of Alabama. Jermaine Morrow out of Hampton. Najee Marshall out of Xavier. Charles Matthews out of Michigan. Uh, second round pick. Skylar Mays out of LSU. Jalen McDaniels out of San Diego State. Second round pick. The brother of Jaden McDaniels. Ja Morant, number two rated prospect in NBA draft room. Hands down the beast. Andrew Nimhard. What's up, Claude? Shout out to his dad, man. <laughs> Nimhard's a bad boy, but he's going back. He's just trying to test it out. I, I know for sure. Like, I don't know for sure, but come on, man. Uh, he's too good to let that happen. I think he could be a top first round pick in a 2020 or 2021 draft. I think he stays two more years. Jalen Noel, Washington, Jordan, uh, Nuora. Now listen, pretty, uh, good talent, but, uh, second round pick, no doubt. Casey Akpala, first round pick. We have him at number 12 NBA draft from this guy can get down. Uh, Mayu Ani out of Yale. Man, it's a lot of IVD guys coming out. Reggie Perry. That's my guy. Like I said, go to NBA draft from. He will be a guy drafted. And if you don't draft him, you stupid. You stupid. Reggie Perry, second round draft pick. He could move up to the first round. He present the combine. He's that type. He's he's one of those under the radar guys that ain't moved up. You know, when you come around the draft and you say, hey, this guy's a first round pick when he never was there before. Reggie Perry's one of those guys. Late first round pick to a no doubt mid second round pick. Very talented guy. Can do a lot at that for Samari Pines. Another guy, second-round draft pick. Jordan Poole, second-round draft pick. Kevin Porter, that's that man right there. Kevin Porter, baby. Kevin Porter Jr. He's going to move up, man. People going to see what it is. Number 22 ranked by us at NBA Draft from Mike Travis, Mike Draft from for his rankings. John Tay Porter, oh, man, first-round talent. But what you got to understand is that injuries will take you back, and somebody's going to get a steal, especially if he stays healthy. Second-round talent. Miles Powell. Well, he could be a late first round, John T. Porter. Miles Powell out of Seton Hall. John T. Porter out of Missouri. Kevin Porter out of USC. Jordan Poole out of Michigan. Sean Amari Pines out of St. John's and Mississippi State. Much love to Reggie Perry. All right. Now we go to Peyton Pritchard, Oregon. Hey, he's been the top guy. Maybe he stays. He could, he should stay because no matter what Dredd come out with, it's going to be the same thing. Nemus Quinter out of Utah State. Cam Reddish out of Duke. No doubt. Miles Powell will be drafted. Somewhere around those lines, Miles Powell will be drafted in the second round somewhere. And we look at Cam Reddish right now. He's rated at number 13 by NBA Draftroom, which I think he's a top five talent. People are going to be crazy. Isaiah Reese out of Kansas. Nas Reed, Nas Reed right now, is he's a first-round talent. Out of LSU, he goes. Nas Reed is falling and falling and falling, but I feel like he's a late first-round pick. Let's go with it. Isaiah Roby out of Nebraska. Paul Scrolls out of Xavier. Score. Might go back. Samir Sahik, but Paul Scruggs might as well stay. Out of Tulane, Simi Shitu, another guy that will be a second-round pick. Could move up to a late first round. No doubt a talented player. Um, Devontae Shula out of Ole Miss. Simi Shitu came out of Vanderbilt. Uh, Samir Sahik came out of Tulane. Um, 
Nixon Mali out of Miami, Ohio. Justin Simon out of St. John's. Good shooter. You should go back. Just clearly go back. Or maybe you stay because you're not gonna you don't think you're gonna go up no more. Demarcus Simmons, Georgia State. Javante Smart out of LSU. Another guy. Second round pick could move up the first round. Just, just depends on what's going on, what he feels. I, I feel like he goes back. Derek Smith out of Valparaiso. Lamar Stevens out of Penn State. Go back to Penn State. Lamar, Philly, Philly, Roman Catholic. Go back to Penn State. Play your last year and get up and get drafted even better. Yeah, 19 points a game this year. Very good player. Uh, shot kind of bad, trying to force shots. Go back, man. They got a better team. Put you in a better position. Jeremiah Tillman out of Missouri. You're going back. Uh, if you don't, you're stupid. Trust Tinkle out of Oregon State. Ray John Tucker out of UALR. He goes, man. He's, he was a, a, a grad transfer. Now people are looking at him. Brian Tyree out of Ole Miss. P.J. Washington, man. P.J. Washington out of Kentucky. All right. I'm so happy for him. I knew he was going... Number 30th ranked prospect by NBA draft from the man can play basketball. Could go up. Still be a late first round pick, though. Uh, Tremont Waters out of LSU. Another guy that could go into the first round if he impressed at the combine. But I feel like he should go back. Y'all are going crazy right now. Nadry is the only guy that is sure enough to get that draft. But I think Waters is the next one. I, I really do think. But if they, if, 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 listen, even if Naz goes back, 2020 draft, there are those type of prospects that could be drafted in 2020 draft. Khalid Weston out of Ohio State. Good player. Kobe White. Yes, sir. Kobe, that man, White. Yes. Kobe White, number six rated NBA draft from. He's going. Uh, Jimmy Witt out of SMU. Joe Y. Scamp out of Iowa. Lindell Wink Wigington. Uh, uh, could be a second round draft pick, but he should go back. I mean, he was looked at, but no. Uh, Iowa State. Chris Wilkes, UCLA. First round talent. Late, early second round. I can see somebody get him because he can, he can shoot. He can shoot. He can shoot. He can shoot, ladies and gentlemen. So let's just say that. He could impress at the combine and be drafted like, you know, uh, he's going he's gonna to be looked at probably like Kevin Herter was. Charles Williams out of Howard. Man, Ivy League. Emmett Williams out of LSU. Go back, Emmett. Go back. Don't do that to yourself. Talented guy. Go back and get your, get your, get your credentials. Grant Williams out of Tennessee. Listen, man. Most top 10 talented NBA-ready players in the draft, I feel like. Fundamentals, he knows how to play basketball. I just really like Grant Williams. And for those who don't, you must be crazy. It's a first-round talent, uh, not rated in the first round by NBA draft room. That's where I disagree. But he's uh, late. That will, if, if he doesn't, that's an early second round still. You know, to to to, to credit my guy Mike Draft from NBA draft room. I um, Kenny Wooten, super athletic. Um, we'll see if he stays or goes. Guys who have returned to school, I yo I yo Jasumni, do sun move. That's my family right there. That's a very positive, powerful family. He's going back. Smart move. He'll be in the 2020 draft. Ashton Hagens, smart move. You weren't getting drafted in the first round. Go go get your credentials. Marcus Howard, he could have been drafted in the first round. I mean, he go to the combine and show that, but I think he'll be drafted, no, no doubt. And Trey Jones, lottery pick next year. Uh, He, he went back. Jalen Pickett of Siena. Trey, Trey, Trey Jones of Duke. Ashton Hagens of Kentucky. Ayo, the Sun Moo of Illinois. They're going to get Coffee Cockburn next year. It's going to be good. Jalen Smith of Merlin. Very good to go back. I had a one-on-one with him. So NBA draft room. Uh, he was looking like an NBA prospect. I remember him being recruited by Villanova. Very good player. Now, guys like DeAndre Hunter, they're going to the NBA draft. Another guy, um, DeAndre Hunter, is gone. He is a guy. That's uh nearly a top five guy. He's number seven ranked by um NBA draft room. 
And I, I really like his talent. His talent is uh very good. I mean, he's going to be one of the best two-way players in the NBA for years. I mean, I really think. Taylor Horton Tucker, number 26 ranked um, by mid-draft room. Just some good players, man. Some real good players out there. Now, uh, before I leave y'all, let y'all know, check out my next podcast coming out. I'm out, y'all. Out of here.